0: I don't think I ever really wanted a friend. I'm not sure that I ever really wanted to get to know someone. Most of my life has been about avoiding people as much as possible, but it has been a couple of days since I left my note. I go up to the garden twice a day, once, sometimes during the day to look through the skies and at other buildings. I often look far and wide for signs of life. Then I like to go to see the sunset. The second of the two is a ritual I have now, in fact. The sunset, after all, symbolizes the closure of another day. Another day alive? Check, so to speak. I also find it very reassuring that the sun continues to go up and the sun continues to go down, which sort of eclipses this pun intentional all of the other rather mundane things here on the surface. You shouldn't think of a plague as mundane, I suppose, but the more I minimize it, the more it seems that it is something that I can hold in the palm of my hand. This gives me the sense that it is something that is not insurmountable, and when things get really rough, I can imagine crushing it, a way for me to visualize my hate for it. But my hands are not in the crushing mood at present. They are open and welcoming, waiting at the top of a hill for an old friend to return. They are open and waiting to greet a new friend that isn't an old friend yet but seems like he or she could be. It is important for me to be honest with you, dear diary, when talking about things these days. The older me has fallen away, is no longer here to guard and discombobulate reality. The situation at hand has caused me to look at things in their present, unobliterated form, in such a way that the substance itself I see before me has only its true colors and true makeup. That means that even my emotions, once laying subtly under the surface, often used as a weapon by the other side, have now, in little ways here and there, made themselves known, I have welcomed them into the family of thoughts and feelings, and feel a different man than when this all started. In the silver linings of what this plague has become, I must count that as the crowning achievement. In this spirit I feel a trueness when I say, that I wrote that note and left it here for the gardener because I knew from her opus out here in the skies that he, she was someone I wanted to know. Do you suppose that I would have known this before all of the refining and boiling down of my emotions of late? I doubt it too. So now I wait. I wait for some kind of response. I come here and sometimes hope to open the roof's door to see a person shining before me, the sunlight behind a figure whose hands are patiently folded behind them, a guru in gold maybe, a holy man, a shaman perhaps. But alas, I never run into anyone. It seems whoever it is knows where I will be even before I do. I felt like a boy with the golden ticket when I came up today and saw a note in the same place I had left mine. Well, I thought it was in the same place. In fact, it was in the same spot but attached under the table's glass. I found this odd until I noticed the dark clouds on the horizon. Of course, a master gardener knows when to expect rain. I opened it with great anticipation, not hurriedly though, more reverently. I didn't want to tear the paper which was heavy and fibrous, a paper that one may buy in a shop with the name Sundries in its title, maybe. It was something special, even the envelope was something special. And the writing, strangely foreign, was large. and very, very black in the sunlight. It was a sort of calligraphy, had lilt to it, but not in a way that is encumbered or formal, more like the calligraphy on a silk screen. Dear Mr. Bergerhausen, it began, the eggplant and tomatoes were my gift to you. I am happy you enjoyed them. I am more than happy to share my vegetables with you soon it will rain and then at the bottom of the page the name ping no sooner had i read the last letter of that name than a droplet on a crash course from the sky fell on it and rendered the author illegible more droplets came and i ran for cover. On my way home, my heart soared. This gift of fresh food was an unexpected one of grandiose proportions. Of course, the real gift, though, was the one of a potential friendship, a potential ally. Even the suggestion that my future was one in which my last days were not spent alone made me float all the way home to the sixth floor. This was the greatest of gifts. It was a childhood surprise party, unanticipated, almost as though I had never knew such a thing could exist. Like Maria and Tony dancing their ways home after their first date in West Side Story, my heart was all aflutter. I felt like a teenager again. Tonight, I will sleep the sleep of the dead A sleep which finds the dead looking curiously satisfied. But this morbid photo of a corpse is one with a small smile upon his lips. That smile saying, I am now okay with whatever will be.